Welcome to Freaky Crack. We do talk back. Thank you for joining us in our fourth episode. Hello, my name is Patrick, and I'm Frack. Hello, my name is Jeff, and I'm Frick. Frickety Frack, we do talk back. will be a show airing once a week where we will discuss different aspects of fa- fandom and how they relate to the gospel. For the first part of the show, we'll be going through the first season of My Hero Academia and how we see lessons from the episodes that connect to teachings in the Bible. And just as many of you are, we are also fans of other things as well. So when we get through the first season of My Hero Academia, we might change things up and go in a different direction, or we might continue with My Hero Academia. Uh, We got the name of the show from our father, who dubbed us Frick and Frack since we were kids. Today's episode uh, is called Starting Line. And so in this episode, uh, it starts with the beginning of the practical exam for UA High School. uh, And Midoriya shows his nervousness... Uh, towards other people and towards this whole experience but he wants to thank Uraraka for her help earlier when uh, Ida stops him from going over and distracting her. The crowd of students uh, surrounding them remember uh, Midoriya's earlier antics and make fun of him uh, and so then the exam starts with the others rushing off to destroy the robots and Midoriya falling behind. Uh, Midoriya proves to be unable to destroy any robots, while others like Aoyama, Uraraka, and Ida prove capable due to their practice with their quirks. All of a sudden, a giant zero-point robot appears, and everyone runs away while Midoriya is stuck in terror. He hears Uraraka trapped under the rubble, and finally takes action, using one for all for the first time. He destroys the robot, and in turn wrecks his body, and Uraraka saves him from falling from several stories, uh, and it saves him from falling once again. So as Midoriya realizes that he's received zero combat points, uh, and he f- waits to hear the results uh, from his entrance exam, uh, he discovers that All Might will be a faculty member at UA. And Midoriya uh, thinks he's not going to be getting in because he failed the practical and barely passed the written exam. But he finds out that Uraraka came to give him some of her points, uh, but they do discover that's not really how it works. Uh, And so he was graded highly for his rescue, and he gets into UA and the hero course anyways. A couple of uh, important characters that are going to be recurring throughout the series are also introduced in this episode. Uh, Aoyama, uh, who I just called Naval Laser Guy or the French Guy. Uh, the school principal is shown. Uh, Endeavor and Best Genius are mentioned in the show as top heroes that have graduated from UA. And then we are also introduced to Recovery Girl. And so this uh, episode is is fun. Uh, and so one of the interesting things that, you know, the, the main points of interest in this show... Uh, obviously center around the entrance exam and for me it, it this is an extremely dangerous exam uh, and it because they're these are these students these 14 year olds are going to be using their superpowers really kind of they it seems like they've had some training they're, they're used to their quirks uh, but they're finding these giant robots that look like they can kill them uh, now it looks like they're also kind of structurally not very sturdy because it seems like it doesn't take very much to to obliterate them uh, from the from the get go. It seems like just my, like 
you barely barely use of their of their quarks destroys the robots completely uh but this just reminded me of hogwarts a lot and how dangerous hogwarts was because these are 14 year olds in ua but at hogwarts it's 11 year olds that are given sticks that can cast death spells now granted you know it takes a certain amount of practice and inner being to do the death spell to do the avada Kedavra curse uh, but ultimately, you know, they could do other ones like the Reducto Curse and um, all sorts of jinxes and things like that that can cause serious harm to other people. But it's just, you know, it's just like, wow, this is these are really dangerous places to go to school and to live. Uh, I, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Uh, so, you know, it's one of those things, you know, growing up as a kid, I, I always wondered, what would it like to... What would it be like to live in a superhero society? Well, My Hero Academia answers that question, uh, along with a couple other comic book series. Uh, but anyway, so that's, you know, how dangerous this is. And they, they also spare no expense when it comes to the battlegrounds themselves, in which the, the kids even mention, wow, this is, these are huge, and these are small, these almost like these small little cities that they put together to, to host these exams and these kids are going to run amok and use their quirks and act kind of like superheroes. And it, and instantly it made me think of universities today and what they do for their like football programs or basketball programs, these huge money makers that they, that these schools generate a lot of these income and where they get trained and like to become the best uh, athletes that they can be is the same thing that, that the kids are going through with UA. They're getting their, all of this funnel uh, experience, these, uh, these opportunities to become the best heroes, and the same thing is happening that we would see at a university level with, these, with athletic programs is what we're seeing today, or what we're seeing in My Hero Academia at UA that they're putting their kids through for school. And so, All Might plays a, a, an important role, obviously, throughout the entire series, uh, but also in, in this episode where, uh, you know, he's the one who tells Midori he's getting into UA, but also in this episode, it introduces a running gag. Now, uh, one of the things that we, uh, you know, we found out in the very first episode that uh, All Might introduce himself to the world by saying i am here and so this becomes a running gag and uh in this where he says i am here as a projection uh and that's they use these holographic discs to tell them if they're getting into ua or not and so uh and so i love this that he th this becomes a, a running gag he does this in several different ways where he says i am here doing something something you know throughout the show and it just tickles me because it's a dad joke it's punny it's it's bad it's just absolutely wonderful <laughs> in every stretch of the imagination uh and so it's one of the reasons why i love all might as a character so much that he's so committed to these kind of running gags um and you know with, with all might we also find out exactly how you activate one for all and apparently in order to bring about this incredibly destructive power 
you have to clench your butt cheeks and from the depths of your heart you must yell smash um so i don't know the smash part is actually really how you activate it and you just have to clench your butt cheeks and you know dig deep uh but anyways that's you know how you use the power um and so it's just it's you know it's it just that that tickled me it's like okay so you know you just think about anybody just like you know really clench your butt cheeks and you you know you get real upright and it's like okay that's how i'm gonna unleash the most powerful one of the most powerful weapons in the world and so it's it's interesting through through midoriya and through uh his training with all Might, we get kind of this understanding on how to how we activate one for all but we we don't really get it from anyone else's perspective on how they uh, activate their quirk uh, in this show because obviously Midori is the main character so the focus is through him uh, and so it's just really fascinating to see that this is something that they have to do to be able to uh, unleash their quirk in the full way and so uh and so being able to do this, you know, there's this drawback to one for all, because uh, I mean, it wrecks Midoriya's body. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and we see Midoriya after he uses one for all for the first time, both of his legs are just basically just obliterated and his right arm is gone. Like not gone, but broken as well. Like they're, they're basically wind socks in the, in this, in the air as he's falling from destroying that uh, the zero point robot in order to save Uraraka. and but it's one of the things that is to me is interesting about this show is that they're they for all of the powers they always put limitations on i i don't think i've i don't think we've really come across in the four seasons of uh, my hero academia that there is any one power that doesn't have a drawback of some kind like there's a limitation to all of the powers and so there might be one well we'll see but anyways but with all for one with one for all the, with as much power as it as as much as it, as it is Midoriya's body can't can't handle it yet and even with the 10 months of training that he's had it it completely breaks both of his legs and his right arm and he's about to die because he's falling from several stories up and he's about to it's like well i gotta break my left arm i'm gonna have to break my left arm in order to not die fortunately uraraka saves him so his left arm doesn't get destroyed but it's just to me it's just fascinating about it's, i like that about this show that he's even with all these powers there isn't a you know, it's like they're, they're not walking around in infallible. They have there's cost to their powers. You know, it's like with Uraraka, she uses if she uses her powers on a human, it's going to make her throw up. And uh, so it's it's I just that's something that I really enjoy about this show that um, there's a there's a cost to the power. You know, and the show is the 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 powers and everything. Uh, you know, as he was saying, there there's no one power that proves to be is truly overpowered and so we get uh down the road we'll get to uh talking about how experience and how well you know your quirk will play into 
uh, actually just how good of a hero you are. And uh, Best Genus and Lemillion are two of these heroes that really kind of uh, play into that because uh, since they are, um, they understand their quirks and they know how to use them so well, they uh, seem like they're unbeatable, where in fact they, you know, will we'll get more into that and in discussing them. And so, uh, as we shared, you know, this is a, a time for uh, us to really kind of share our love of this fandom, but also to share what our, our true greatest love is, and that is of uh, the gospel uh, and, and the Bible, scriptures, God, Jesus Christ. Uh, and so, uh, in this episode, uh, the one of the things that I, I really saw in this this was anxiety and as jeff and i shared when we were talking about why we love uh my hero academia there was a, a q a panel that we attended uh at galaxy con in raleigh and uh where we got to meet the fandom and how great they are and during the panel they uh they're asking these voice actors and one of the biggest things that they asked about and which a lot of them did a lot of the people asking questions ask them how to overcome anxiety and so well and not just the anxiety themselves but how the show helped them with their anxiety yeah absolutely that's very true um you know how help them overcome these things and, and midori is great at is a great example of this and so uh but you know one of the things that we have to preface preface is that these actors they're not psychiatrists they're not psychologists uh, and really not even counselors uh, by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, I've had some training. Jeff has had some training. Uh, and so, uh, but we have enough training to know we need to send you to professional help if you are having desired need for anxiety training or help and, and care and things like that. Um, and so, but anyway, so the scripture that I, I thought of that would help with dealing with anxiety is Philippians chapter four, verse six through seven it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I thought of this verse, uh, particularly because I, I do believe in the power of prayer and prayer is a, a good thing for us to be able to use to um, talk to God, to communicate with God, and to voice our concerns to Him. And one of the things that I have to remind myself is that, you know, as a pastor, I pray a lot. And, uh, you know, there can be times when I just kind of go on autopilot with my prayers. And I have to remember that the, the, the God who created the universe, who spoke existence into being hears these prayers and loves me and loves me so much that he sent his only son for me and for each one of us not just for me for everybody jesus came for all and so we have to so i have to remember that and so when i'm speaking i have to remember that i'm not just going on autopilot because it's just like talking with another person 
that I just don't want to be talking and you know being on autopilot and not paying attention. And I'm actually genuinely communicating with someone like if it's my brother or my wife or one of my children, one of my parishioners, anybody. I can't just be like, uh, uh, sure. Because if I do that, I get caught and nothing good comes from that. So anyway, so that's something important to do with our prayers to make sure that we are focused on what we are doing and give this over to God. And remember with what Paul is saying in this letter to this, the Philippians, in every sweet situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And we should be thankful about it. Be thankful that the creator of the universe, God who spoke existence into being, hears these prayers and we give this over to him. So that way, as we, we give it, we give up wanting to have control over a situation and we can give this over to God and be like, you know what? This is in your hands, God. And also, some one of the big things and one of the biggest struggles for a lot of people, and it's something that I've struggled with too, is waiting for God to respond. Uh, or I might not be listening because God always responds to our prayers, uh, but he also responds in his time and in his way. And so we might not be paying attention or we are not happy with the time frame that we get our answer. And we're just not happy with the answer or, or that that's really kind of a big thing. And so anyway, so, so for me, like this thing, the anxiety issue is now, I, I mean, I've never been diagnosed with anxiety. Um, I have met several people who have been, and I know there's tricks to this, but we always have to remember that we, we have to give this over to God and, uh, and trust in him and how to deal with our anxiety properly. And to, to me, the the big biblical theme that really stuck out with me in this episode, and this is actually going to be uh, one of the recurring ones that we see, especially with Midoriya, and it's the idea of self-sacrifice. You know, when when they're in the exam and they're they're told that their goal for this this practical exam is to try and accumulate as many points as possible by destroying these robots. There's, you know. Uh, one point robots, two point robots, three point robots, and then there's a mystery zero point robot that the that they're told, you know what, don't even bother with this one because it's only zero points. It's not worth it. Well, that's the big. That was actually the big trick with the exam, is that the zero point robot was actually ginormous, and was a was terror inducing because every single hero was like oh that's 0.1 i don't even want to bother because he's huge and they all run away and uraraka is trapped and midori is processing so many things at this time where he's you know he's behind on so many different levels he's literally behind in the exam he has no points and he's catching up to everybody in life because he didn't have a quirk and he now has a quirk that he doesn't know how to use and then all of a sudden, this girl that was nice to him that is trapped. And so, and again, he's he's like, man, I'm going to die. Wait, I'm running. I don't know what I'm doing again. It's just like with Bakugo. He lay, he's, he's sacrificing himself, and he activates his power. And again, like we said earlier in this episode, he breaks both his legs, and he breaks his right arm. But he does it because it's he has no choice he has he, he can't let her be hurt he 
and and I'm sure with the the instructors and with the way my hero Acad- the UA high school is, your Uraka was never going to get hurt. There's no way she was actually going to be hurt because of that robot. But Midori doesn't care. That's not his character. Somebody's in trouble, and he now has something that can help that he's going to be able to do something about it. So to me, I instantly thought of John, the gospel according to John, chapter 15, verse 13. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. So Midoriya knowing that he's blowing his chances at getting into UA, or what he thinks is going to blow his chances of getting into UA, because he has no points, he goes after and actually completes the the true part of the exam in that it's it's not and again this is something that all might talk to him about it's not always about the flashy hero saves it's about protecting people and that's what Midoriya showed again and he's going to show again and again and you know this is not a spoiler at all by any stretch of the imagination the the beginning part of the series Midoriya says this is a story about how he becomes the greatest hero and so this is something that is truly the why the why he becomes a hero why he becomes the world's greatest heroes because he knows that you know what I I'm gonna miss out on points but I can't I can't leave Uraraka in danger like that and that's how our faith has to be as well our, and, and Jesus was the ultimate example in that, that he died on the cross for us he did that to redeem us to bring us out of sin and to save us from our own sin and so in that same vein that's what Midoriya is exemplifying as a hero is to what Jesus did for all of humanity he died for us and so in that same vein there's nothing better that we can do for our fellow man than to lay our life down for them and to show them love by laying down our life. And now laying down our life doesn't always mean, you know, I'm somebody's I'm going to die for you. And but it may turn into be that. But it's the same thing of you know, a loved one needs a kidney and you're a perfect donor. Uh you know, it's 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 sacrifices like that. It's it's putting the needs of others before your own. It, that's that's the true example that Christ gave for us is to putting aside to what you want what you desire but putting everybody else's desire before your own that's what it means to be that's what it means to be a hero and that's what ultimately what it means to be a follower of Christ and so we're uh, for each episode what we're doing, uh, at the end of the episode uh, of our episode, uh, we are rating each episode on a scale of one to five. Uh, and just so you know, it is a personal opinion uh, rating. And so, you know, it is what it is. And so here we go. Uh, for this episode, I give this one actually a 4.5. It's this is the time where we actually really start to get into the action of the show and then also the the training has begun it's we are we are officially at ua now 
and uh, so with everything that's set up with this with this episode is bringing us into the rest of the series and then what's going to be going on as a part of their training uh, so I give this one a 4.5 and I'll and I will give it a uh, um, this is this is me I'm going to give it a 4.25 and I would have matched the 4.5 if Midori didn't cry again so much and and not, and not like like good crying like later in the show like he'll have like these really awesome like moments when he's crying but they're going to be great these are like sappy cries that I just I can't deal with um, and so it would have been a 4.5 for me as well, but Midoriya cried, ugly cried, and so he gets a 4 point, this episode gets a 4.25 for me as well. Like, and just as what Jeff was saying, this is what I really wanted to see. Um, and so, but the, the turnaround is though, you might, you could almost say that you could skip the first three episodes, but you need to see the first three episodes for why the the entrance exam is is so important but you can almost do it kind of like in a machete order kind of thing like with star wars where you change the order so you could do this episode first and then do episodes one two and three to explain everything i don't know it's don't do that just watch them in order but um anyway so that's this is what i was really looking forward to when I when we finally got into the anime and started watching the show, I was like, "Oh, this is what I really wanted to see," and I'm really glad that the introduction to all of this only did take three episodes and not like a whole season's worth. Where it's like, "Okay, here's the end of season one. Now he finally gets into UA." Ugh, that would have been a nightmare. Um, and again, this is a podcast where we do want to interact with you guys. Uh, so if anyone out there listening would has any questions for us about any biblical lessons we talk about in this episode or want to discuss anything with us, ranging from anime, comics, or anything in general, we feel free to communicate with us. Uh, we have an email set up for you to, direct, to talk to directly to both uh, Patrick and myself at talkback at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at FrickityF. Yeah, Twitter censored frack. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know to do that when I set up our Twitter handle. So, okay. so yeah, so it's frickety f um, uh, on Twitter, uh, and so you can contact us through that. And the the handles will be in the show notes. So if you don't know how to spell it, you'll be able to find it there. And so, uh, as our conclusion of our episode, I, I want you to know that you are the sons and daughters of God and are so loved.